All right, we're lucky enough to be joined by Morgan Beelskim, um, from just graduated from Michigan State. Um, do you want to introduce yourself real quick, some of your PBs, to some listeners who might not know you yet? Yeah, I'm, I'm Morgan Beelskim. I'm a 5K runner. I just graduated Michigan State. My PR in that event's 1317, uh, and I also ran the mile in 352, uh, 1500 in 338. So mile fifth, or 5K guy, yeah. my main events. And I like to try everything. I've done 800 yeah. up to 10Ks. Yeah, always 352 in the list. That was, that was insane, that race. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, just go over, like, how your training is going at the moment, like, um, coming off US, US trials. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, trials, it was pretty obvious. I've had a long season. I needed some time down. So I took, uh, I took a few days off, um, didn't run on a travel day and took a couple of days off afterwards just to kind of reset. Um, pretty much my only exercise is like cutting the grass. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was pretty nice. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I, I packed all my stuff up and just moved places for a few weeks, uh, for the next few weeks until I figure out where I'm going and like trying to take a hard reset, just jogging around. Uh, I've done a few workouts, but most of it's just like thresholds on the roads. Um, yeah. did a, did a pretty tough speed workout. I, you know, I'm racing up in Charlevoix. Um, so I did a pretty tough speed workout on Monday or I'm sorry, on, uh, on Friday, just to see where, where the legs were at and it, it went pretty well. So yeah, it's just, you know, it's a lot of tests seeing where we're at, but, uh, more, more about that than gaining a ton of fitness right now. Yeah. Are you, you like calling, are you going to race more? Um, kind of like post his worlds. Right? Yeah, I think so. If, uh, this mile goes well, if I'm able to hang on a bit, I think I'm going to go over to Europe um oh, nice. take a trip and go race in italy a couple times yeah yeah i'm pretty pumped so i'm gonna hit a 1500 and a 3k and then um uh, it, depending on how that goes i might either do another 1500 and go for some sort of standard or um try and try and smoke another 3k or just jump in an 800 and see if i can get under 147 <laughs> that's, nice. that's pretty good range right there <laughs> what's, what's your 3K yeah at the moment? what's that What's your 3K at, at the moment? Uh, 7.43. I ran that in Melrose. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, so I just did that. I did that one three and uh, didn't race another one until NCAAs. So yeah. it was it was pretty. that was pretty cool. That was a really cool race to get into. Um, we knew it was going to be ripping from the gun, so I just jumped in and, you know, I not a ton of speed work at that point. Yeah. you know a couple track sessions in my legs just trying to hang on and be consistent yeah yeah awesome. all right um would you like to you know kind of describe how and where or when did you start running like what age or what kind of encouraged you to get into the sport yeah uh, i started running competitively when i was 11 i was in middle school so yeah, I just I joined the cross country team. Um, I ran a cross country race the summer before I got into middle school, and it was like, oh, this went pretty well. Um, I did it as a joke with my friends. They were all we were like, oh, we'll run up these hills and like roll down, and I wound up doing pretty well. So I joined the cross country team, and kind of the rest is history. I really enjoyed it. We had a great group. We had a great group of friends in the race or in the team. 
So it was a lot of fun. And then in high school, I started taking it more and more seriously and trying more races. So that was, um, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's nice. awesome. And yeah. And then wound up taking me through college and yeah. uh, hoping to make a career out of it. You yeah, know, sure. Make some, make some teams. Um, what do you yeah. reckon at the moment your best three achievements have been? Oh, my top three achievements. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be like place. It can be like, um, like, I don't know, running 352 or something like that. But like, yeah, I mean that, that mile is up there. It's definitely in the top three. And I think, um, I think being able to take second in the mile and indoor and take, like take fifth in cross country in a really hard field, there was no tactics. It was just tough from the gun. So yeah. really being able to combine those two and showcase my range has been huge. Um, yeah. You know, being able to get under 148 and the 800 as well. Like, yeah. uh, I think I value that the most. I value being able to do a number of events. Yeah, so on. hopefully I can build on that. And yeah, when I go to Italy, like have some fun with that, uh, that range and we can play with it a little bit more because it's just it, over there it's just pure racing we don't need to hit any standards we just go and race mm -hmm. and we race some really good guys so i'll be i'll be right. heading over there with the with the group from michigan and we'll be hanging out for the month running 147 and then going fifth in the installate 10k cross that's some range that's not very common yeah <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm excited about it very versatile growing growing up like you had like i'm guessing you had a few idols like was that like galen rock or like who were your idols growing up yeah no me um for me it was evan jager he yeah. um yeah my senior year of high school i went to the uh nike cross nationals and i got to meet him and he was just such a cool dude um answered all my questions and now i realize like they were pretty dumb questions <laughs> like I wanted to be, I wanted, so I had committed to Michigan state at that point and they, they had mentioned that, um, because I did a couple sports, um, in high school and I had done a couple sports, you know, throughout my life that they thought I'd be a good steepler. And I asked Evan if I should get into the 300 hurdles, cause we have 300 hurdles here in Michigan. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, should I start hurdling? Like, what do I need to do now to get good at steeple? And like, and then he, he reminded me, he's like, I was a 1500 meter guy that just jumped in the steeple and started doing this, you know, a few years ago at this point. <laughs> so yeah. there's not, you don't need to worry about it. You'll have time. And yeah. yeah, he helped me kind of slow down with my development. And just if I wanted to run 15, 1500s for my first year, which is what I wound up doing. My coach wound up telling me I was a 5k guy and I ran 1500s for a full year. He really, his advice really helped me slow down and see the big picture and see the progression of, you know, what I was supposed to do in college and not just jump right into <laughs> the big races or the main event that I thought I would, needed to be good at. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's pretty cool seeing him now in the final at Worlds. Yeah. So if Evan yeah. Jager... No, I'm, I'm happy to keep that. Yeah. So if Evan Jager was your idol when you were younger, who would you say your idol is now for running? I mean, I really, I really still like, I still yeah. like yeah. Evan. And, nice. um, I don't know. I, you look at these guys in a different scope when, uh, when you're competing against them. Yeah. Like I, I had really idolized 
I still do idolize Paul Chalimo. Um, and I've raced him. A, I've raced him a few times. He's a really tough competitor and you know, he's, he's really good at racing at that international level, which, you know, you can run fast times. Um, you can run like, like Fisher ran 2633. Uh, you can run those really fast times and not be competitive on the international scale because you're just not used to how those guys race, how physical they are and how fast they close. Yeah. Um, and he does that really well. And I think what I like about Chalimo is he doesn't give anybody a pass in anything. So like the first time I raced and we were in a cross country meet, it was like some, you know, it wasn't a huge meet. It was a pretty good race, but it wasn't a huge race in, uh, in 2020. And he's just like elbows out. It's me, Mason Furlick and Paul. And we're 4k into this 8k and he's just elbows out, sending me to the fence. And he, he's like, I'm not taking, I'm not taking anything from anybody. Like, I'm not gonna, you know, uh, I'm not going to treat this kid or like he's anything less and, or give him any undue respect until he earns it. And it was the same thing at the trials last year. Like we were in the, we were in a prelim and he had a plan and he wanted to execute it. And I was disrupting that plan. Like me and Connor Mance and, uh, a couple of the other college guys, we had gone out to pace and Chalimo didn't like that. And we were messing with his plan. So he's like trying to fight us on it. Yeah. And um, I, I thought, it, but it's respectable. And, you know, yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to beat him then. I want to beat him now, but I still respect him and I still like him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, you can look up, you can look up to those guys and still beat them. Yeah. Um, but of course, like Grant Fisher is yeah. really fun to watch. He can close like you wouldn't believe. Uh, and, and that's really cool. As you saw yesterday, like in that 10 K he's, yeah. he's really fast closing. Um, I like watching, uh, yard and goose, you know, he's, he can run alone really well, which is yeah. really hard to do, especially yeah. at this level. Uh, if he's not going to waste any opportunity, him and Cooper tier have that in common. Like they get into a race and they have a goal. They want to hit a time or do something like that. And if the pacing's not there, they'll just take it from some weird distance out. If it's a three K they'll take it from 1600 meters, 1400 meters out and just go with it and make it their own race. Uh, that's what Cooper did in Chicago really well is it was slow through 800 meters and he just closed and like, got like 153, something like that. 152, something Jeez. absurd. And that's something that I really, that I really uh, value <laughs> as an athlete, like watching that stuff. But there's a lot of guys that you that you should look up to um, yeah. in the NCAA and in the college world for different or in the professional world for different reasons. Yeah. What are your thoughts on um, Chalimo's tactic of swinging wide at the end of races? Like when you like I said, he's super physical. Yeah. He is super physical. Yeah. No, that's a that's that's a political question in some groups. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I actually think um, fair enough. It's legal, so why not? Well, it's not. Oh, is it not legal? <laughs> I mean, what he did was ruled legal, but yeah, if you're yeah. falling back and you're going into people, oh, like, okay, yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. block them, that's not yeah. that's not legal. Yeah. Um, but if you're next to people, like you you wind up yeah. running wide. Like, yeah. It, it's a it's a fine line that he likes to yeah. ride and that's you know that's part of what makes him him yeah. um so i think yeah. uh 
yeah, it's part of it's part of his charm. <laughs> I think Gidei somewhat did it, well, not to the extent that Shalimo has obviously done it. Before. Yeah, I think Gidei did it in the ten k. Everybody final. does it. Yeah, it's, everybody does yeah, it. If you're everyone. if you're a serious racer, you felt somebody coming up on your shoulder on the you home stretch it. just a little bit, and you've yeah. hung wide, or if they're coming on the inside, yeah. you've squeezed them onto the rail. Yeah. And if you are, if you say that you've never done that, or if you have never done that, you're not a competitor. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I, I like that could be the that could be the tagline for this whole episode yeah. like you could take that out you know yeah. it, it's sort of the track version if you're not rubbing you're not racing like, yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be the title that's gonna be the title of this episode. there you go i'm a dirty racer hey I, don't <laughs> I did that actually the last 800 i ran um it was funny like we came around the home stretch and i i got in front of a notre dame kid and then all of a sudden, just a gust of wind hit me. And i that's why I realized, I'm like, oh, that's why he wasn't kicking. It's because he <laughs> was. And it was just headwind at him. Jeez. So he winds up clipping my heels on the home straight. And he tries to pass me on the inside. So I just close that door on him. And I'm yeah. like, no. <laughs> yeah. But we're just can't... fighting this wind and, like, fighting each other and stuff. It was it was cool. I and mean, we, we, were, we were chirping about it after the race. But. It was all good, and I mean, it was a good race. Yeah, you've so, seen it so many times that, that people just go up the inside of you and like overtake. Um, yeah, you it's got to be. Com- you got to be aware of it. If you're gonna swing yeah. wide, you got to be aware of what's on your inside. Geordie like Beamish that. in that. Um, in Milrose. Yeah. In Milrose. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Cooper and Cole were so worried about fighting each other that they forgot about old Geordie. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that was insane. He's sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> All right, how has your like uh, success success progressed over years of running? Like, were you always like a really good runner, or like, what you said you played other sports? What were like the other sports? Yeah, yeah, I played soccer um, when I was nice. in uh, middle school and, and elementary school. I played played a lot of soccer. I raced motocross, so I raced dirt bikes. Um, I wrestled all throughout middle school, and then I wound up uh, I wound up quitting that to run indoor an indoor season in high school. Um. But yeah, I wasn't always like super competitive. I was uh, the second, so I was the second biggest division in high school in my state. Um, so I wasn't ra- always racing like the really good guys. And I think my first, my freshman year, I made it to states and I was like 120th or like 125th or something like that. So like, I think I ran, I ran under 17 twice, but I wasn't always like super competitive. Um and then, uh, yeah, I mean, as I progressed, yeah, I got more, more, and more competitive. So I wound up winning a state title in that tiny, like the, the smaller division in, um, my junior year. And then my senior year, I won it and wound up competing against the division one guys more, which they were the big names in the state. So, yeah, I think it, it was just a gradual progression up and then come freshman year of college, you know, I was gosh i i was like barely top 200 at cross nationals i was our fourth guy at cross nationals so i wasn't i don't think i was our top guy at any point until like the end of my third year um and i was like i was our top 5k guy but we had two or three 5k guys (laughs) at that point so like i wasn't i wasn't our top 1500 guy i didn't run the 800 i would get smoked in a 10k on the track like yeah i think it was just a gradual progression 
um, but a, a consistent progression. It was pretty quick. And yeah, yeah. my fourth or fourth and fifth year, I started, okay, he's breaking records. Yeah. <laughs> like he's going to be competitive yeah. in the NCAA. I think that's when I got my first all American um, yeah. title or all American spot was my fourth year. So. Yeah. so, and how did you like, um, you obviously ended up Michigan state. How did you get like the, how did you get into there? Um, well, they recruit really heavily from, from the state of Michigan. So obviously when I, uh, when I won States, my junior year, some people's ears perked up Yeah, yeah. and, uh, it was, it was pretty seamless between, uh, U of M and Michigan starting to recruit me. Yeah. Like, you know, the two local schools, they go to the state meet. So yeah. that's, that's pretty much how that started. And then, um, my junior year and senior year in track, uh, Drenth, the head coach and the director at the time went to, um, went to the division two track state meet and he just really liked the way I closed. He liked the way, uh, he liked how patient I was in the race. I didn't jump up front or get too excited when it was slow or when guys were like bouncing around on each other. So yeah, I guess that's what drew his attention, um, was my racing style. And he, he likes to coach guys that run like that. Yeah. So awesome. What do you enjoy uh, most about being in the NCAA? Everybody's so like everybody's so friendly. You can go up and just start talking to other athletes. Like there are rivalries, right? But pretty much everybody is just super friendly. Nobody takes themselves too seriously, which is really nice. Um, we're all super competitive too. Like we want to win. So that dynamic. Um, that dynamic is pretty cool when you get to the line and like, you actually like the guys and you're just kind of going out and like competing for bragging rights against your friends, more or less. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's really fun. Um, it's really fun to go to the line. Like, and of course teams are awesome. Like the teams are what I, what I've noticed in the pro realm is obviously you you are just training with people in your event group like i'm just seeing distance runners but going to practice and hanging out with the jumpers and the throwers and the sprinters and the hurdlers like that's really cool because they have a completely different mindset about the sport so hanging out with those guys on a regular basis is awesome and then uh i try to do it as much as possible when i go to meets (laughs) like go and talk to other event groups yeah that's that's good what do you reckon some of like the best experiences you've had at michigan state and being god that's a tough one yeah um we i don't know we we just have a lot of fun at practice and we we enjoy meets like a lot (laughs) we enjoy messing around um before and after races with uh with our competitiveness (laughs) we we talk a lot of crap to each other um that's always really fun uh (laughs) This year, so this year, one of the freshmen, we have, we have a freshman, his name's Alex Penske. He is as quick witted as they come. He's just, he's a great guy to have on the team because he's one of the guys who kind of, who keeps it loose and in competition and me and another senior were rooming together at this, at this meet in Indiana. And he sets a wake up call for our room at 7 a.m. And like, he knew that we raced at night, so we wouldn't be getting up until like 9am. Right. <laughs> so he sent a wake up call to our room and he got us, he got us up and like my roommate just wound up 
pulling the pulling the phone out of the wall. <laughs> so I thought that that was funny. He got us. Yeah. And uh, so <laughs> at breakfast, he's like he was like eyeballing us and we had no idea it was him. And then somebody said something about it, uh, about us waking up early and we knew, and then Alex goes, shut up. So we (laughs) knew it was Alex that got us. And we wound up while he was at dinner with his family, we wound up getting a card from the front desk for his room, stealing all of his pillows. We stole all of his sheets, all of his blankets, all of his towels, we left his roommate one pillow, one blanket, and one towel, and we <laughs> stole the rest of it. And then we put the key that uh, we put the key that we used to break into his room on his bed. And uh, yeah, well, yeah. to move all of the sheets, we dumped out his suitcase and put all the sheets in the suitcase, so we weren't like walking down the hall with all these sheets. And uh, he came to get all the stuff after because you know we're not evil we didn't keep it but he came by at like 11 o'clock took a took all of his stuff back didn't realize that his were in the suitcase so he slept on a bare mattress with one pillow even though he had all of his sheets and all of his pillows and everything in his suitcase he didn't realize that they were in there so he just <laughs> stayed the night with a bare mattress and a little like little blanket from the closet that they give Did you in the it? closet did they race that day or the day after? Oh, he was done racing. Uh, it was done. <laughs> so it was an extra. Yeah, we were going home the next morning. So like he wasn't uh, racing. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's yeah. funny. It's just it's just stuff like that. Like that's what I yeah. love most about our team, and that's what I love yeah. most about the the dynamic is we just we're all friends and we love to mess with each other and we're super competitive. So like he was talking crap to his roommate and my roommate and stuff. Yeah. And we were all, we were all talking crap to each other and he winds up pranking us and we got him back and you know, he's a freshman. So like the fact that the freshmen feel comfortable enough to do that and yeah. like mess with the upperclassmen is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's like, okay, you know, we can, it's mutual. We can go back yeah. and forth. So it's good banter there. Yeah, it is. It's really fun. And it's it's good stories. Yeah. So like um finishing up at Michigan, like your future goals and aspirations kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, of course I'm going I'm going to go pro. Um I I don't know if I am pro already, like I have an agent. Um yeah. so I guess if that makes me pro, but I want to I want to sign with the company um, I'm deciding between companies and teams now. Um, and I think I'm really trying to pick a team that I feel like can take me to take me to the Olympics, take me to a world final, like, and yeah, where a few of us can go and uh, a team where I feel comfortable. I feel like I fit in with the guys. And um, I think that's what I'm really looking for right now. And yeah, I, I think that's the decision that's going to, decide if i go for like the the 1500 5k or the 5k 10k or stuff like that um that's what i'm really deciding between right now um, yeah when it comes to groups group focus cool could we potentially see you at the um bathurst world cross country championships next year in australia is that something you could be aiming for ah I don't think world cross um, just because I'm going to be joining a group and that turnaround is so fat, oh, yeah. so quick. Um, 
I have to, I have to discuss us cross, uh, with, you know, whoever I go with, but I think, I think us cross and doing, doing a cross country race or doing a longer road race, um, or I guess a shorter roadways road race, like a 5k or 10k. I think that would be fun, uh, to kind of get a, get accustomed to the group. I think that would be a good experience before going into indoor. Um, yeah, but eventually, you know, I, I think it's important that we don't just focus on outdoor track. Like we got to focus on indoor track and cross country as well. Yeah. Uh, there's such different sports as it pertains to how the races are run. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it, it needs to be all, you need to respect it all. Like Connor Mance, he just does everything. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he'll do a half marathon. He'll do cross. He'll do the 5k on the track. Like he's awesome. That's I, another, you know, another one of the guys that I idolize is Connor Mance just because he's willing to do it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like you mentioned before, like some of like your best highlights and being in like Michigan and some of your best running highlights, where do you reckon, um, where's running taking you that you think is the best like where's the best thing running's taking you so far i really loved oregon um i don't think i would have gone if it wasn't for for track yeah um i think it's a beautiful state i really enjoy it uh you know i went to i went to new york city for my first time for Melrose. that was amazing um that was an experience that i don't think i'd ever have i mean yeah, and of course I'm saying this a week and a half before leaving for Italy. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I I've never been to Europe. I've never been out of uh, North America. I've been to Canada and I've been to Jamaica. So oh, Jamaica's pretty good. Cool. Yeah. yeah, 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 it is. It's a beautiful country. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I'd ever go to to Europe if it wasn't for running. Yeah. Wow. No. <laughs> right. If you didn't run, what other sport would you want to be the best in? Like of any sport. Oh, I love to? soccer. I really love soccer. Um, I wasn't that good at it. We had like a dinky little little league. So I I would love to ideally be like one of the top guys in the world in soccer because you know they get paid a lot. <laughs> yep. I do. You know, if I was in if I was in my position right now in soccer with like where where i ranked i think i would be doing a lot better than i am right now financially you know i i don't yeah i'm making tons they make they i make feel like running, running running's a lot cooler sport than soccer i <laughs> i love it yeah, i yeah. would not trade it for anything they yeah. just get paid a lot more yeah <laughs> <laughs> um what have been some of like the big like you've had a pretty lengthy like a career so far it's like not not even really started yet um what have been like some of your biggest challenges you've faced and setbacks so far uh i mean i was injured my freshman year and i think i took the right amount of time to recover from that and come back from that uh i didn't make the mistake of like rushing back into things and trying to get back as soon as possible what was that? So I had a stress injury in my sure. foot. I have a stress reaction in my foot, um, my freshman year. And then because I took so much time to just come back, I haven't had anything since. And I've been pretty vigilant about like treatment and what my body needs since then. 
Um, so I think that's, that's pretty big. And then, yeah, I mean, just overcoming the the long seasons at the end is pretty tough getting, yeah. getting through like last year I was eighth in the NCAA. I just felt burnt out. Uh, but I managed to squeak into USA's and I took some time, took a little bit of time to reset between USA's or between NCA's and USA's. And I wound up performing pretty well. Um, so just, yeah, dealing with those, um, of course I had mono in the beginning of 2021. So I wound up coming back from that. Um, I ran like a four thirteen mile and I, Hey, that's not good. And yeah, I wound up testing and getting and I had mono and then I came back and getting third in the indoor 5k, like five or six weeks later. So I think that was, yeah, that was probably my biggest comeback was uh, being able to do that and do that right. Yeah, nice. I've had in the past eight months, I've had <laughs> mono, COVID, and a stress fracture. So, jeez. <laughs> jeez. <laughs> yeah, so I got funny. it all at once. <laughs> that's, um, that's the gauntlet right there. <laughs> literally, from like November till like, 10 weeks ago i was like gone but we're, we're back so it's all right um well oh yeah what would you say your all-time favorite workout is the one you that you enjoy doing the most so we'll do this workout it's broken miles but it's a 1200 400 workout so you run 1200 at you start at around 5k pace like lower end 5k pace and then you'll do a 60 second 400 and then you'll do like three seconds faster in your 12 and then you'll do a second faster in your four. So you take a second off each lap in both. And we do like four of them. And by the end you are ripping. Um, it's like close to three flat, like three O's for your 1200 and then you're trying to close the 400 after that in like 55 uh just to to get ahead of the pace and i love that workout it's tough and um the rest between the the 1200 and the mile is a minute and then you get four minutes between so you're you're actually pushing it you start that 1200 feeling pretty good but by the end of the four you are dying and i love that workout how Um, often would you do that workout yeah, we do some variation of it like twice a year. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty so good. we'll do that or we'll do a broken 2K. Yeah. Right. Um, where it's 1,600, 400. Do we generally do that like indoor? Yeah, right. Awesome. You, do you guys have an indoor track at Michigan State? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Nice. It's a little four um, lane, 200 meter flat track. Oh, no. <laughs> flat track. Yeah. <laughs> my, my school has um, a. 200 meter flat grass track. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. That'll make you tough. It'll make you tough. Yeah. We don't have any indoor tracks in Australia. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I guess weather, we don't need it. We don't really need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. We need it here. Yeah. We're going to get into a quick segment called Quick, quick, quick and Only, I think. Quick, quick. Um, it's just quick answers only. Yeah. That's what's cool. Big answers only. All right, we'll rapid fire them. Mac, you want to kick us off? Yeah, all right. Favorite running shoe? Oh, I run on the structures, Nike structures. Oh, I agree. 
But we're Definitely. a Nike school, so I have to have a yeah. Nike shoe. Yeah. Structures are everyone hates the structures, but Chalemo is the only one that what? Other, yeah, everyone gives me crap for running them. No, no. Is, they tried to take away so many times. There's a reason it comes back, and it's because everybody loves them. Everybody yeah. deep down, they love them. <laughs> yeah. I know Chalemo, that's Chalemo's favorite shoe. Yeah. Um, favorite food. Favorite food. I love pizza. Dogs or cats. Dog. I got my dog sitting right next to me. Hey, <laughs> <Eat your> coffee. <laughs> coffee. One arm sleeve, two arm sleeves, or no arm sleeves. Two arm sleeves. <laughs> Splits or half tights. Half tights. Have you seen me race? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still. Ten times out of ten. Half tights. Or speed suit. <laughs> Pass the nut before a race or no? no what? Pizza. So do you have pass of the nut for oh, a race? Or... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Chorus or Garmin? Garmin. iPhone or Android? Android. Oh. Android supporting Android this meeting right now. I agree. Android. Yep. <laughs> Favorite sports team? Ooh. I was gonna. I gotta say a running team, but I can't. I can't do that now. I'm doing my. I'm doing my politics right yeah, now. Yeah. You, you Ask me in like a month. Okay. Favorite team <laughs> sports team, like as in like a ball sport. Oh, Red Wings, hockey. Nice. I mean, you ball sport, but you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> TV Not shows running. or movies. TV shows. Nice. Nice. That was good. Yep. Some great answers. All right. We'll get into some. Listener questions. Okay. Um, I figured those were the listener questions. No, <laughs> no. Nah. Nah. Those are <laughs> ones that we kind of do for fun. <laughs> um, Louis underscore 406 asked, difference between high school and college training? I mean, high school coaches so in small schools like i came from um the high school coaches do it as like a, a hobby a lot of them don't come from college backgrounds which is fine like it's it's great and it works for a lot of them but um college coaches like they they know the running world a lot so they have a lot of different they have a lot of different experiences that your high school coaches won't have um you know with the good and the bad, like they know all the, they know all the dirty tricks that people play. Like they can spot that kind of thing. Um, but they, and they know the people, they know who the people, the good people are that you should talk to, that you should communicate with um, outside of running and outside of the team. Um, and they also know the people that maybe you should shy away from where high school coaches uh, for the most part, like if, a college coach is coming to you. They won't know if they have a bad reputation unless it's like a local coach. Um, I mean, even my high school coach, like he didn't know Drenth and he didn't know Sullivan from U of M. Um, so the only coach that the only coach that he knew was the coach for Eastern Michigan at the time. That's because an assistant of his went to Eastern Michigan. So like you, you realize that the running world is a lot bigger when you go to college because that's those coaches are part of the larger community where the high school coaches are kind of on the outside looking in yeah. um, and the college coaches are actually a part of it, especially if you go to a D one university, um, most of those coaches could go pro or they could coach at a, at a co college. Um, yeah. 
So they're they're definitely part of that elite community. Yeah, I'm just saying, that's a good answer. Mm-hmm. All right. 18 underscore Brunel has asked, what is the best workout for preparing for a mile race? He also adds that he met you at indoor nationals and that you are the nicest guy ever. <laughs> uh, I try to, I try to talk to everybody that wants to come up and talk to me and yeah, I try, uh, I try to, I mean, I appreciate people for coming to races. So yeah. Um, best mile, best mile workout for preparing or, I mean, depends on what you need, I guess. So I'm just going to say whatever your coach tells you to do. <laughs> Listen to your coaches. I'll just repeat that. So, yeah, whatever your coach tells you you need to prepare, that's probably what you need to prepare unless uh, unless you've been in it for a long time um, and you you understand your training in your body at that level, at an elite level, then it's whatever your coach says. Yeah. Um, there was another question asked. Um, oh, you can't, you already said your favorite workout and your favorite running growing up, but yeah, so we answered them. We're getting into another segment oh, yeah. called Quicker Quicker. It's a listener's favorite. So, listener's favorite segment. So you're lucky enough to verse myself, who is the master of this game. Um, Pretty sure Mac are. is going to have five questions and then I'll just like, random running questions so it could be like Macca does some bad questions sometimes he'll like ask who won the 1500 in the 1946 Olympics oh no other times I'll ask easier questions but you know yeah I mean I'm probably not going to get the easy ones (laughs) right unless I'm the answer then I probably know it but even then I'll probably get it wrong (laughs) because give it your best shot all right um We'll start off with, and you, it's like whoever says it first is like gets the point or gets closest to. Yeah, whoever says I'm it first and swept. gets it right. I'm <laughs> gonna get swept. <laughs> right. Question number one. In what year did Hisham El Garouge break the fifteen hundred meter world record? Two thousand three. I'm gonna just say two thousand one. Well. Joel, you get the point because it's 1998 that he ran. Oh. Yeah. All right. Joel won. Morgan nil. <laughs> Question two. In 2019, what time did Joshua Cheptegei run to win the men's 10,000 metre at the World Championships? 27.47. Ooh. 27.35. Went to Morgan. He ran 2648.36 to beat Borrega by less than a second. One so is this the closest without going over? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. All right. Oh no, no, no. You you get your like you get that point because you're the yeah, you get that closest. Point, yeah, yeah. yeah closest. Other questions though, it's like just a straight fact which you have to get. All right. Question number three. Who is the most decorated athlete in the history of the World Athletics Championship, male or female? Correct, Joel. Alison Phoenix. (laughs) She's won 13 golds, three silvers, and three bronzes. Right. Who has the most major marathon victories and how many have they won? So of like, say, Berlin, London, Boston, New York, 
Like who's won the most of those kind of marathons? Kipchoge. Uh, I think he's won all but two, right? So like how many wins has he had in total? So he might have raced like Berlin oh. like five times or something. I don't know. Just guess. Um, and you have to say 14. who it is or how many? Yeah. So you guess who Kipchoge. it is and how many. So I'm not going to tell you who it is, but yeah. Kipchoge with 14. Kipchoge with nine. He's been in the game for a while. Joel gets the point. Keep oh. choking with 11. <laughs> oh, I knew it was over 10. I knew it was over 10. Yeah, yeah. It was over 10. All right. So Joel's up. Oh, what? You're on. You know what? I'm counting this as a win because I Three didn't one. get swept. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm All counting right. this. I won because I didn't get swept. <laughs> right. He let me get on the scoreboard. So nice. better than I thought. Question number five to, you know, get some, you know, redemption. Which college has the most appearances of their women's team in the NCAA cross-country championships? Michigan State. (laughs) Joe? I'm just going to – oh, I'm just going to say Stanford. Uh, well, you're both wrong. It's NC State with 28 appearances. I knew that we haven't had a cross-country team for long enough, but I have to stick with them. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, die. NC blind State. Faith. That's what blind faith is. Two more appearances in Villanova who have the most titles with none. So yeah. interesting fact there. All right. Yeah. Congrats, Joel. You take the win, 4-1. But Morgan, That's a big... good job on getting the point there. Big scalp there. <laughs> right. Some final so, questions. Just to round out the episode. What are your final predictions for this year's 1500 um, World Athletics final? Men's 1500. I'm going to say Ollie. Ollie wins it. Ollie, Ollie wins, wins it. Who's I'm going. I'm going for the long ball. Yeah. I don't really think he's that much of a long ball. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. He just needs to have a good day. Yeah. Yeah, like so second and third. Second and third. I mean, Jakob in second. Yeah. I just Should want. I want it to come down. I just really want this to happen where it comes down to Ollie and Jakob down the home straight. That'd be insane. Ali is tougher. Like he's such a good dude. Yeah, <laughs> really, yeah. that's what it is. I've raised him, and I've like I've talked to him, and he's just such a good guy. Yeah. After, after, we, we, we after he won um, the Nas- the Australian Nationals 1500, like there were like a whole heap of us and we were all just like following him after he won. <laughs> and he gave handed up us a bunch of stickers, get took photos with us. Was, yeah, yeah. Cool. he's a great he's a great he, guy. So I'd nice. really like to see him win. Yeah, and uh, third. Stewie third, Stewie third. You know, I'm trying to I'm gonna pick an American, but I don't know what American I want to pick. No like, tears there. I know yeah. that makes me sad. And like, I wish John Davis was there. God, you want to talk about a guy who should be there right now? Yeah, is that the Illinois guy? Yeah. So yeah. I've raised him since we were in high school together, and like, just a just an awesome dude. And yeah. he, it's funny because he will conform to whatever race he's in. So if you put him in a world final, he would be in it. Yeah, but he. 
he will he will challenge any race that he any group that he is put in. Where did he come in um, He got second in NCAA. Yeah. He got fourth in indoor and second in uh, outdoor. But I think Yard, I think Yard has a chance to take it. Yard's not. No, it's, it's Greg Ulrich and it's Josh Thompson. Ulrich. Oh, that's right. Two Americans, yeah. Man. That makes me sad for you. <laughs> Man, I'm not familiar enough with uh, Gregoric or Josh Thompson. Kip Sanger for third. Personally, that's Sanger. who I've got in third. Yeah, that's yeah, a safe bet. It is. Who knows, Chariot might find form again. Stewie, only one, two, Jakob, three. <laughs> that, that would be my ideal podium. No, I still say I still say I'd rather have it be Jakob and Ollie down the home straight just for for the win. Yeah. Like that it's gotta be close too. Like it's after the finish, you still don't know who won. Yeah. That's the ideal. Oh, like yeah. the hundred final. Oh yeah. Like you still yeah. you can't tell it. You gotta wait for the results to come up like that close. Yeah, yeah that's that's pretty really cool. That's how we all want it. Yeah. If yeah, so like the final question, if you could tell 17 year old Morgan anything, what would it be? I could tell him <laughs> buy Bitcoin and sell it in 2020. <laughs> That's another title for today. <laughs> All right. Like that. <laughs> and leave leave us with a leave us with an inspirational quote. <laughs> Don't buy Bitcoin. <laughs> Perfect. All right, all right. Sounds good. You're having your first. Thank you very much, Morgan, for coming on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been awesome. And you can go follow Morgan on Instagram. Yeah,